We're on page Kuf Samach Aleph, 161. We're finishing the Maimah today, Kul Deidi. <coughs> so, um, we're just speaking about that the Avoida of Golis in our last Golis now is in Netzach and Hoid specifically. And through that, we have the ability to withstand and to overcome the Netzach and Hoid of Klippa, not, not, only, not only to not be phased by it, but also to even subdue the Netzach and Hoid of Klippa. And that's a Chavid and Klippa also are very, very intense, very strong, even stronger than the Klippa's Mitzrayim, which is the Kesser of Klippa, which is basically the Klippa of a Molik, um, which is the Kayach of Nitzachin of Klippa. So, why does the Kayach of Nitzachin of Kedusha have the ability to overcome the Kayach of Nitzachin of Klippa? Because <coughs> Nitzachin of Kedusha, <coughs> the strength of Nitzachin of Kedusha is because it's an essential Kayach. Meaning it stems from the very essence of the soul, meaning the essence of the soul is essentially connected with the essence of Hashem. Just like the essence of Hashem cannot change, so too the essence of the soul cannot change and always must be. Therefore, this Kayach Nitzachin is something essential. It's something which is not, cannot change, cannot be affected by anything outside of it. So too the Kayach of the Nefesh, comes from the Etzim of the Nefesh, the fact that the Etzim of the Nefesh sees, perceives the essence of Hashem, and therefore... It trickles down into the, also the conscious soul within our within our bodies that we should also have this perception, this ability to admit to the Shem's truth, even though we don't feel it, understand it. And we said this amazing line: the etzim of the kus, he etzim and the The essence of godliness is the essence of the soul, and that's why we have this ability to be mitzvah to overcome and also to have hidah. And then we said, so the netzach and hidah, the Jewish souls, is a koyach atzmi shemitzad atzmas ein soif. It's an essential koyach that always must be and it cannot change as a kium atzmi. It never changes, it never goes away, which is not the case of the netzach of klipa. It's not something which is koyach atzmi. Klipa <coughs> does not have an essential existence. It only exists because Hashem wants it to exist. Whereas Hashem's existence is not something which is because, it's not based on something else, it's because it, ha- it must exist. <coughs> so therefore, the netzach and hoi, which comes in our soul, is rooted in that essential existence, which is mashenk in the klipa, the netzach and of klipa, is only a chutzpah, blitam. It's something which is just insolence. It's a chutzpah without any reason. And that is very intense, but still, it's not based on something essential. So therefore, it can be overcome by our netzach and of kedusha. So, um, six lines from the top. As it's known, the general sitra Klipa, the other side, the side which is not holiness, does not have any um, existence in its own right. Meaning, in and of itself, it, it can't exist by itself. Um, the whole the whole existence of Klipa is only because of the godly energy, which is makif, which is transcends them, which doesn't permeate their beings, which is called Lavenazako, the eleventh spice, which is in the the spices in the base of Mikdash, which this spice signifies this source of the. Um, the source of the energy of Klippa, which the ten other spices were made from impure impure animals and impure objects, signify, symbolize the um, ten kisrin de misavusa, the ten crowns of Klippa. And the source of that energy is a makiftic energy. Why is it makif? Because <clears throat> if the energy of godliness, which which permeate, which enlivened Klippa, uh, interacted with Klippa in an internal way, then the Klippa wouldn't be able to be Klippa anymore. It would be it would be Kedusha, because if it, if it internalized, if it was felt and permeated the being of Klippa, it wouldn't feel itself as a separate existence anymore. It would feel Kedusha. It would be something holy. Therefore, the energy which Klippa gets is from the Makif, a, a godly energy which doesn't permeate it, therefore allowing it to be Klippa, something which which goes against godliness. So the whole existence of Klippa, of Sitra Achra, is not a essential existence in and of itself. It doesn't have its own existence Rather, its whole existence is because of the godly energy which is makif on it, which is which permeates it, which 
enlivens it in a hidden way, not in a way where it's felt within it. And this is the reason why they have this intense strength. Because they receive their energy from this intense makiftik energy, which makif always uh, refers to an energy which is above, which is unlimited, uh, infinite energy, which therefore cannot permeate, cannot be internalized because it's so above the the um, channel, the the, the, the kalim of the, of the klipa. So that's why they have this intense intensity. The klipa has this intensity and the ability to even fight against kedusha because it receives some makif from an intense energy. But they themselves have no relationship with this air makif, with this intense energy which enlivens them from afar, so to say. The luck because it does not internalize within them. It's not per, it doesn't permeate them. It's only enlivening them from a from a distance in a, in a sense, so to say, meaning in a way where they don't feel it. That's why Klippa, in general, is 11. It has 11 crowns. So, in because, but why is there 11? In, in Kedusha, it's 10. And in Klippa, there's 11. Because this 11th is not, it's referring to the energy which enlivens Klippa, which is the Makif energies. Really, there is 10 Sphires in Kedusha, and Lu'umasa is also 10 Kechis of Klippa. But the 11th is the, refers to the energy which is above which enlivens the klipa in a makiftik way, in a way where it doesn't feel it. And that's why it has this intensity, and that's why, and it doesn't have any um, existence in, a, in and of itself, except for this makiftik energy. If it wasn't for that makif, it has no inner energy, which there, which gives it life. And so from this we can conclude that in and of themselves, they don't have any real strength, any essential strength, which comes from themselves. They don't have any essential existence and they don't exist because of themselves at all because the only existence they have is stems from this energy which is above them which enlivens them from afar which is not felt within them so it's not part of them <coughs> as explained at length in the Mimer entitled and the bottom it says there's a blank space here in the Rebbe Shab's Actual writing in this mimer of Ulay, sorry, please, maybe it has to be, but the maskal umeadechem tafish nun vav, adding the year tafish nun vav. Yeah, as it's all explained over there. So just like Klippa itself has no um, its existence in and of itself, its whole existence just stems from this makiftik energy, which gives it uh, energy from afar in a way where it's not felt within the Klippa. So too, the kach and itzachin, the kach of victory that the klipa has, she'ein zem etzad eza teikif atzmi. It's not doesn't stem from any essential, you know, power intensity that the klipa has, that the klipa have in in and of itself. Kiim v'chnes chutzpah lavadchul. The power that the klipa has is only a chutzpah, and a rude insolence, which doesn't make any sense. Lazeis, which stems from that irmakif, but it's not because the klipa itself is strong. Klipa itself is not strong. It has no energy in and of itself. It only try, attaches itself to this energy which is outside of it, which is makifit, which is not permeating it. And that's why the kech of holiness, which is a kech atmi, an essential power, which is part of the part of the actual being of the kedusha of the godly soul, which stems from the essence of Hashem, because the essence of the soul is connected to the essence of Hashem, therefore has the ability to break the Nitzachin of Lumazah, which is not an essential essential Nitzachin. It's just a um, chutzpah. 
I have a zo, Iker Avoida, Bizman Golis, and this is the main service, divine service in the R Golis. In the two powers of Netzachahid of our soul. To stand up strong against anything which is trying to prevent us to, from our service of Hashem, from connecting to Hashem. So that's the idea of really of, of Netzach. Maven and the idea of Hoid of Bizman Golis is even though you don't understand a Masik and you don't comprehend. The truth of Hashem's existence and how He is the only existence and everything is bottled to Him. Nevertheless, a person should be in a state of Haida, activate, arouse his Haida within his soul, which comes from the essence of the soul, which does perceive the truth of Hashem's existence. You arouse that and you admit to that truth. Like the idea of it says that the Jewish people went after Hashem in the, in the wilderness in a, in a land which is not um, planted. They went Basically, they went after Hashem with complete faith, even though they didn't understand it. They didn't comprehend Hashem's great. They didn't comprehend. They didn't see what was happening. But they just went after Hashem with simple faith, without any food, without any idea where they're going to. Um, but because the essential connection they have with their essence of their souls, therefore they were able to be made to the truth and their actual conscious reality and go after Hashem. Because this is what's fitting for the person, even though he doesn't feel it. He's just saying, this is what's fitting for me, even though I don't get it in my mind. Um, so that is our main Avedah. Or like we said, the two, there's two levels in Haidah. The level of Haidah, of Haidah, the deepest level, the highest level of Haidah, because this is the truth. And then he should, and then he'll be aroused in a essential bittel from this haida, like we said before. This is the the higher level bittel, which is not based on any reasoning. Just you know, just this is the truth. My soul perceives it, and I admit to that truth. It's not something which is below tamadas. It's something which is lamaylim tamadas because this is the essential truth. The soul sees that. It's something natural for a Jewish person to admit to that truth. It's just you don't feel it because it's so deeply rooted in the essence of your soul, which is not revealed. That is the main avoidance. That's how we bring about the revelations of godliness of Mashiach. When Mashiach comes, she is there will be revealed the inner core of Kesser, which is basically the inner essence of Hashem. Because, like I said before, that is specifically how you arouse the inner essence of Hashem is through being to transforming the darkness to light. This is the revelation of Mashiach, the King Mashiach, which in spiritual terms refers to. Revelation of the Mashiach is the is hoid, is hoid of Atik of the inner core of Kesser. Hoid is the idea of Melech of a king, which is to say you admit to the king, you like you bowing down to the king of Atik, the inner core of Kesser. Basically, that is the revelation you're bringing about through activating your hoid in the time of Golis. You're bringing about the revelation of hoid of Atik. Like we said about this in earlier, the verse says, and Hashem placed upon King Solomon hoid Malchus. The hoid, which is haida of Malchus of the kingship, which is referring to the inner core of Kesser. And see what it says in the Zayar, Idr Rabba, the Dafku Flamid on base, page 130, folio 2. On the verse, it says, from the four directions um, came the Ruach, this wind. And see what the Ramaz says, the commentary in the Zayar, um, and these are the two ascents, the two, like we said in the beginning of the Mimer, it says, I will take you out, and it says, two, two Lashon of Elias. Um, just go back to the beginning of the Mimer for a second. <coughs> it says, 
And also when they came to um uh when it says the going into Egypt it says two times. And and also in the Geula from But we know that in the in the they only went out one time. Like it says, Allah ask me out of time. I will take you out of the poorness of the distress of Mitzrayim. It's because the Aliyah Zuhabe is the second Aliyah, it's hinting to the Aliyah of the Geula Asida, Liyah is Bimheir Mino Amin. And that comes about through the second Yerida, which is referring to the, all the other Goliaths, all the other exiles, which, which we will find ourselves in throughout the times of Jewish history, which is the exile which we're in right now. Um, so that is the second Aliyah here, we're going back to that now. This is the second Aliyah, Mashkos of Anicha Olcha, Gam Oloi, also take you out, also uplift you, Haino Aliyah, the Geula Asida, the ascent which we will experience in the upcoming redemption, which will be speedily in our days, there will be the revelation of the inner core of Kesser, the infinite essence of Hashem. To the extent that the revelation we will experience from Mashiach comes will be secondary to the revelation they experience at the Exodus of Egypt. Like the verse implies, Behold, days are coming, Hashem says, that people will not say anymore that <coughs> this is Hashem, the, the, the eternal God who took the Jewish people out of the land of Egypt. Rather, they will say this is the eternal God who took them out of the Eretz Safina, referring to our last Golas that we're in right now, because the revelations that we we'll experience Mashiach comes will be way more incomparable to the revelations that they experienced at the time of the exodus of Egypt. Because, now let's compare what happened during, what was the revelation they experienced at the exodus of Egypt? It was a revelation of Kesser. This <coughs> level which transcends the chain of Sfiris. Only the external level of Kesser. But in the upcoming redemption, there will be a revelation of the inner core of Kesser. Which is really just the, the, the total, the actual, real, infinite essence of Hashem. And that's why, when at the Exodus of Egypt it says the verse, I am Hashem your God who took you out from Eretz Mitzrayim, from the land of Egypt. But in the upcoming redemption it says, It says, I, I, it says Hashem twice, I am, uh, will, will comfort you. In the upcoming redemption, so two times anoichi, referring to not just the outer, the outer level, the external level of Kesser, but the inner core of Kesser. <coughs> and this this revelation of the inner core of Kesser can come about through our divine service in the time of Golus, through activating, arousing our netzachin hoid, which arouses also the inner core of Kesser. Through netzachid of kedusha, we break. We shatter the netzachayid of klipa and through that we bring about the amazing, intense revelation of the inner core of Kesser when Mashiach comes. Now, in the parentheses, nevertheless, it still says that you should still remember, in order that you should remember the the exodus from Egypt, all the days of your life. And the sages say this includes also even in the times of Mashiach, the days of Mashiach, we should also remember the exodus from Egypt. Why is that? If the revelations 
of Egypt will pale compared to the revelations of Mashiach. Because the revelation of Kesser, which they experienced with the Exodus, is a general level, which includes all the other revelations which came, which come afterwards. And that's why there, even Mashiach comes, there won't be another revelation like there was at the giving of the Torah. Because at the time of the Exodus of Egypt, the revelation of Kesser, which it experienced, included all the revelations that will be afterwards. So therefore, um, um, there will not be another revelation like Matan Torah again, because it already happened once. And therefore, it's not something new. It's not a new revelation that we'll experience when Mashiach comes, because the, that revelation was already included in the general revelation of Kesser that they experienced when um, at the Exodus of Egypt. So that's why we always remember the Exodus of Egypt, because it is a general level which included all the revelations which will be afterwards. And this is also the idea of the inner aspects, the secrets of Torah that will be revealed when Mashiach comes, like it says in the Chazal, say, <coughs> on the verse in the Shir Hashem, um, uh, Rashi comments on the verse uh, that, that Hashem will also be revealed to them. Uh, he will kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, referring to the, the, the secrets of terror will be revealed in Mashiach Which These secrets are a revelation of the inner core of Kesser. I'll explain another place how, how it's expressed in Torah. And that was, this is the ultimate purpose. The ultimate intent of the, our, our our current golos, our current exile. Um, nah, so this is seems to be seems to be a mix up here because here it's saying this is the ultimate purpose of the golos of Mitzrayim. Seems to me the ultimate purpose of the exile of Egypt was in order to be the revelation of the chitzenius Satera, the external aspects of Satera. like it says in the verse. That this is the whole, this is the whole sign that you will know that why I'm taking you out of Egypt is in order that you should serve Hashem on this mountain and receive the Torah of Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai. The whole purpose of the exile of Egypt was in order to receive the giving of the Torah, to receive the Torah, which is the external level of Torah. That whole exile brought about um, the revelation of Kesser, the external level of Kesser, which is the external level of Torah. And so too, the ultimate purpose of our current Golis, is in order to bring about the revelation of the inner core of Kesser, the inner core, the inner secrets of the Torah. Next page, it's like the days you left Egypt. So too, Mashiach comes, I will show you wonders. I'll show you miracles. Meaning that the whole purpose of the current Golis, is in order to experience the revelations of the miracles of Torah, the deepest levels of Torah, just like at the, the that was the whole purpose of the exile of Egypt was to receive the the external levels of Torah. But now, it's in order to receive the inner core of Kesser, the inner secrets of Torah, deeper level of Torah. And this is what it says: I will show you miracles. Mashiach comes, which is referring to the miracles, the deeper levels of the secrets of Torah. Niflois is nun, it's you spell it with a nun and then plois, which is fifty miracles. She is Galabhinas Shara Nun, which means that there will be revealed the fiftieth gateway, the Bina, fiftieth gateway of Bina, Shuhubinas Pnimis Akasar, which in Kabbalah refers to the inner core of Kasar, as explained in the Kutiteda, the Mimer entitled Svartam Lakham the beer on that Mimer. 
So Arenu Niflois, Nun Plois, the revelation of the inner core of Kesser with Mashiach coming, which is brought about through our Aveda of Golis and Netzach and Hoid in this last Golis. And that, with that, we complete the the, um, the Mimer called Eidi, but here it seems that the next Mimer, Obira Inyan, it's actually a Hemshech, it's a continuation from the previous Mimer, explaining how the Al Yedea Golis, why through this present Golis will there be a revelation of the inner secrets of the Torah, not just the external levels of the Torah, external level of Kesser. Well, there we'll stop and talk in the beginning of this new Hemshech of Kusamach Beis 162.